that I would want to share with my friends. Like, yo, I got a fucking dog. Like, look at this. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty weird. This nigga RJ. Yeah, it's pretty weird, RJ. Yeah, definitely. This nigga don't want to share. No Send issue. your dog. No, yeah, no, yeah, no steps in life. This nigga, he, he, he sent a picture of himself uh, showing us that he mounted a TV on some man shit, <laughs> but he, he couldn't send a, no no dogs. There's just there's just a lot of absolute nonsense in facilitating the entire operation. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. <laughs> Mikey, keep that. This is <laughs> this so is, funny. It's like stepping into the matrix. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely a different realm. You definitely go into a different place. It yeah, I everything. feel like I'm, I feel like. I feel like I'm just in a, a, a black space and it's just me and you here in this laptop. Just me, you, you, uh, what am I thinking of? The first season of Stranger Things? Yes. Um, when they, when like that, those, those parts were, uh, what's his name? The white, I mean, I know. I don't be knowing the names of these little motherfuckers. The, uh, the one, his name, he's not Timothy Chalamet. Sorry, I don't know if I'm saying that oh, wrong. Okay. But the one that looks most like him. Tall, <laughs> with like Were the stringy talking, brown hair. He's almost the main character. Uh, yeah, the one that like is in love with Eleven. Yeah, the main, yeah. yeah. The, okay, okay, yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah, me too. I, I haven't watched since like midpoint of season two, so I don't really I know I'm what's going I'm roughly around there too, and they're on four now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't even know if I want to catch up. At this point, <laughs> I, mean, I feel the exact same way you do. I, um, I'm not committed to that show. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. And I know a lot of people love that shit. Yeah, but um, shit. Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, um, some about it being probably like a dark space. Yeah, yeah. So you know when he's trying to like he's on uh the microphone in like season one or whatever. No, season two. Probably beginning of season two, trying to reach out to eleven in the fucking. <laughs> The and, fucking microspear, the whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm going a long way right now. Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. Mikey, keep that. That's hilarious. <laughs> and my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at AOW Pod on Instagram, the guy to me. Honors to God and each and every one of you. Actually, before we even get to what you were talking about, let's yeah. just remember dark space, stranger yeah. things, <laughs> right? That's where you feel that we are inside these headphones. Okay. Right. All these things are yeah, bookmarks. That, yes, yes. Oh, oh, was that pretty much it? Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I was just, I, all I was going to, I was going to wrap that up and just say like, it's like we're the, in the abyss. Like I put these uh, on and I'm just in the abyss. Yes. Not quite limbo because things are very focused and we, you know, we know what's going on here. Yes. But when I put these on and I just hear our voices, that's just... You know, just it get creates, in a zone. It's a completely different yeah. thing. I know. We've talked yeah. about this like three or four times, yeah. but it doesn't get any less that way. Yeah, like fuck talking without these. Like, nah. <sighs> yeah, no, it's nah. not tight at all. Um, oh, yeah. So for the people watching, or well, yeah, I guess I can say that now. Listening <laughs> on Spotify is very cool. Uh, shout out to Shout out to my man, Willie. Yes. Who just hit me up and was like, hey, man, this is not at all how he said it, by the way. But I'm just going to because I don't know it verbatim. So I'm just going to say all off right. the top of my head. Hey, man. So, like, why the fuck can't I watch? And this is nothing like he said. He's going to be listening to this. Like, nigga, this was not, recent. not how I said it at all. Probably like a week ago. Wow. He hit me and was like, yo, so why is it that I I can't watch it on Spotify? You know, like that's a that's a feature. 
Like if I'm watching the JRE, I can turn my phone landscape mode and watch the video. So like, oh, so I like, didn't even know Spotify was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I have Spotify. I, I'm like one of them people that uses Spotify. I but don't, you don't listen to podcasts though, so you wouldn't. You would never have to see that's things true, in video mode. I guess I just figured I would have maybe seen something come. It would have come across my timeline mm. at some point. Hold on a second. Have you not seen advertisements? So, so I don't. No, no. I'm just saying. So you know that they can play vid, like video can happen on Spotify. No, I didn't know that till you just said it. Oh, so you never seen an ad? An ad on an, Spotify? An advertisement on Spotify? Oh, you got the. Oh, I'm sorry. You pay for the account. That's my fault. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's my fault. I didn't know you paid. Yeah, for it. nigga, I have I have Spotify Premium. <laughs> nigga, fuck average. I was like an advertisement. What are you talking about? So you're telling me that's crazy. So you're that, telling me that I'm broke. Hold on. No, no, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not even telling you that you're broke. But it's just so crazy that I like. I've been using that for so long. I forgot that they even do like a, another version <laughs> with with ads. I didn't know that. <laughs> that told. That just blew my mind. Like, oh yeah, they do yeah, that. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. This nigga, this nigga is over here listening to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, Hulu's their commercials are ridiculous. They those, are. No, those they are. go super long. I can't, man. It's crazy. Like the show got to be really good <laughs> if I'm gonna watch it because because those those ads are insane. Dog. They'd be like in a whole minute and thirty, Dog. and they pop up like four times throughout the program, and it's always the same ones over and over and over. Some of them are good, but we don't. No, right, let's I'm not, not get saying that there's not good commercials. Hold on, on a second, <laughs> Spotify listeners. Yeah, shout out to Willie for coming and telling me, "Yo, why can't I watch this on Spotify? Like, have you thought about doing? Do you this? know how to do it? And well, no. Listen, they just I just put up the last one with Paige. You can watch it landscape on Spotify. Yes, if you click on the Spotify link in the ALW Pod now, you can watch the video. That's oh. what I'm saying. This is an announcement. Hey. Announcement. Oh, you can now on Spotify watch the video. Yeah. You don't have to go to YouTube. If you want to go to YouTube, All that's right. cool. So I just wanted to say this at the end of my spiel. Okay. And still, the God in me honors the God in each <laughs> and every one of you. But yeah, so that was that was my spiel. All right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So shout out to Willie for you know like asking me that again. I had completely forgotten because he had asked me that like a year ago. About the Spotify thing. Yeah, it, listen, I've known this. Okay. Like I've seen, I've seen podcasts, and I just didn't know. You know what it is? Sometimes <laughs> it's underestimation because I will think that I can't do. It. Like ah, I don't even try. Like ah, maybe I should just look it up, like Google it, right? But I don't. Which but, is which, which is all it took me was just like a quick Google. I went straight to the, but the I'm program not, I needed to and plugged it in. I'm not thinking of video though when I'm using Spotify because you don't watch podcasts on Spotify. Sometimes you getting out there and you looking at stuff, generate some ideas. It's like, oh, shit, well, I see that they can do it. Like, is this open to everyone? Like, hmm, maybe I should just mm-hmm. look into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I was just slow. I was just slow to it. That's all. So do they advertise the fact that you can do that in the advertisements? Because you asked me about the ads. Do I get ads? Yeah. So I'm saying, do they advertise the fact? No, well, no. No, you use iTunes, so you wouldn't even know. 
I mean, I I go around and check. Man, listen, none of this matters. What's going on with you, man? How are you doing today? How are you how are you feeling? Nah, like you just my curiosity was all there. We'll figure this out another time. <laughs> okay. What's going on, man? What, what's going Look, on in life, nah, man? You've been gone for a long time. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. So. Well, aside from would, the, the five man, yeah, five, yeah, which yeah. by the way, I think I would like to do more often. Yeah, I think it was received well. Yeah, I'm going. I'm just going to. I knew exactly what to do now, okay. so that we will not have any audio problems. Yo. This, we'll be just fine. This nigga Mikey is so funny. He came on the joint with a disclaimer and was like, look, <laughs> whatever bullshit y'all about to hear on this, it ain't got nothing to do with me. He said it wasn't on me. Yeah. Like he 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 had, he let him know. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, shout out to Mikey for the disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning of that episode, uh, Night to King Five. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I think that pod was received really well, and I definitely think we should do that more often. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Everyone looked like they, well, for the most part, looked <laughs> like they felt pretty comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So no, it was, I think it was, fun. it was it was good to see you know our other friends just kind of in that element. Yeah, I never get to see these guys. I don't know. Things well, like, yeah, the, seeing them in general too, but in I, in this space, like knowing that RJ has a dog. Yeah, I didn't that's know that. A, that's huge. He's, he has never even said anything about that's, that in that's the chat. A huge step, but he, like it's, like I would have sent I would have sent y'all pictures and everything. Like this, <laughs> people don't share stuff like that. Like I, yeah, like that was that's something really exciting that I would want to share with my friends. Like, yo, I got a fucking dog. Like, look at this. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Snigger RJ. Yeah, it's pretty weird, RJ. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Snigger don't want to share. No Send your dog. No, yeah, no, yeah, no nigga, steps in life. This nigga, he, he he sent a picture of himself. Uh, Showing us that he mounted a TV on some man shit, <laughs> but he he couldn't send it. No no dogs. <laughs> He did Couldn't send, send that Yeah. The nigga was posted up under the joint <laughs> like this. <laughs> but he can't send we no puppies. send a picture Nothing. of puppies, though. Yeah. Wow. Can't do that. What does that say about RJ? Yeah. Man? Wow. RJ. But um, no, that was, yeah, we should definitely do that more often. It was fun. Yeah, man. I have, a, I just have a ton of fun, like, having all these different people, man. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's so much fun doing this. <clears> like, I've honestly seen it change my brain chemistry like, really yeah man it's just like <clears throat> every time i walk away because you know i'm i am abruptly confronted with the idea that i don't be knowing shit like it i honestly bro like i just keep going through life and i because i keep updating my thoughts uh -huh. right like they keep updating and because I stay open to new ideas and new perspectives, it just keeps updating, which keeps telling me, okay, well, this is just an update from the last thing. Maybe there was something rooted there, like some truth rooted there that you feel like you know. And then now you're only refining the edges of it all. But mm -hmm. sometimes it just be like whole new downloads. And I'm like, oh, that thing that I thought once, I no longer think that. I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. So, I just be you having. Just went in there, just did, did a little gardening, pulled up some things that turned into weeds, and you got you got and, go through and weed. planted some new ideas and planted some or new seeds, right? However and, you want to. And and the best thing is, is I don't always know when they're being planted. Mm -hmm. But when I'm having conversations with people on here, every now and again they'll say something, and.
it'll like it'll it'll catch me and I'll just like be thinking about that mm-hmm. one thing for a little while and just play around with it creatively in my mind. Like Paige came on here and she talked about iatrogenesis, which you're I- iatrogenic, which is just pretty much the terminology for when there is a medical mishap, right, in the hospital and you end up fucked up or harmed. I thought that was just called like malpractice or something. I I think that that may be, yeah, probably, but I think the medical terminology for it. Say it again. So it starts with an I. Uh Uh-huh. I-atro. I-atro. Genic. Genic. Okay. I-atrogenic. I-atrogenic. Yeah. So her just. Use, Use that in a sentence. Um, the mishap in the house, in the surgery room the other day was iatrogenic. Okay. Okay. Meaning they were supposed to have their tonsils taken out, but well, I guess that'd be a doctor or a dentist. So I'll say they were supposed to. Yeah, fucking, I don't know, get some blood drawn or get some blood infused and, uh, or transfused, I should say, and they got a leg cut off. So the situation was iatrogenic. Like, yes, the, like the, like the, okay, the situation, the, what the, actually the, occurred. The, the act. The act, the act the that act. you were harmed because <clears throat> I wasn't reading the right papers or because. You know, I'm fucking, I've been drinking on the job, like anything, just whatever okay. goes wrong in there. Right. And it's right. our fault. That's what I mean. Or, or, and also unknown mishaps. Like okay. they just don't know what the fuck happened, but it happened. Okay. I, iatrogenic. So that's just something that just kind of been ruminating on the past few days. Like the, the shit that can go wrong. But she's also telling me that clearly these motherfuckers don't get no type of sleep really? at all. Yeah. No. No, because they're fucking doctors and nurses, yeah. and we just ha- we're we're still in a pandemic. People would be forgetting that, but we're still like in a pandemic yeah. of sorts, right? It's it's calmed down. Well, I don't know what the fuck. Especially it's been. like think about doctors that deliver babies, just be on call anytime, any time of the day. If it's the baby coming at two a.m., you gotta be there, bro. She's talking about nine to ten or nine or I'm sorry, no, any nurse tending up to like ten different patients a day or like each shift yeah just running around that's a that's a lot of patience bro i told you she talked about people's literacy level and overall lack of uh, lack of education being to the degree in which they can't some people can't even wrap their minds around they can't even understand what it is you're trying to tell them medical terminology or not like it's just like trying how is it being explained see that's what i'm saying you your mind just exploded because you can't even understand like why you would not be able to wrap your mind around it that's the type of level of education we're talking about wow yeah i don't know how it's being explained i'm not one of the doctors but it's it's like that though so i'm just all these things sort of ruminate and we're talking about a bunch of mental health and we're talking about truth and you know how much we talked about jurisdictions like if you're my friend do do must we have the conversation of what my jurisdiction is in your life so ultimately i don't have to live your life you're you but the question would be what sort of friends are we and why are we friends are we friends because we want honest opinions from the other one or are we friends because i'm just going to support you no matter what crazy shit you do Right, like, what exactly is it that you want? What? No, I was going to say two, just two very 
opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, so so the whole thing is, what am I allowed to say about the things that you do, mm-hmm. like like in your personal relationship? Like, what am I allowed to ask about? So we we talked a whole lot about that, but in that, my mind was stirred, and I kept thinking about truth and the amount of truth that any individual can actually have on their mental, mm-hmm. like really trying to look at reality and see it. Not for the narratives that they spin in their minds, but just like, what the fuck is going on? That may be way too much for a lot of people. So when it comes to me having conversation with people, I'm like much more aware. That sort of conversation makes me so much more aware of people when I'm speaking to them Mm -hmm. and and trying to gauge how they're feeling and, you know, sort of using using some sort of tricks really to gauge like where you are asking certain questions to feel out how comfortable the person is with the things that you're talking about. Like that shit is very important because some people, their mind will click like some people like some people will freak out with certain information being presented to them. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think about. But, yeah, that's just one of the many conversations that I have. But if you yeah, if I just listen and just remain open. Yeah, the fucking information that be on this pod and the stories told, it shit, it shit changes me. Yeah. Like, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I mean, you just, because I feel like you've spoken about this before, mm-hmm. just bringing just anybody on here. You know what I'm saying? Each person we bring on here just brings something to the table that was, no pun intended, that was mm-hmm. never here before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even if that person comes back again, you know what I'm saying? Just the updates. The, you know, how have yeah. they changed? Yeah. How's that change going to be presented here? Yeah, for You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, my man, uh, shout out to Ian. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, one, he's, one of my, he's one of my little ones, my, one of my young ones. My youngest. One of the youngest. One of my youngest. Yeah, youngest. you got to have him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he was saying when he listens sometimes, he's like, not like, because <laughs> I want to get this out the way first, so I'll make him seem crazy. <laughs> Is that he's not sunning anyone. He's not like talking. He's not, you know, taking shots at anyone. He's just okay. saying when he listens, sometimes he thinks, I wonder why Earl chose this person. <laughs> like, not because he doesn't like him, but I wonder like what what this person has that like Earl sees in them uh-huh. or something. And I had to tell him, I was like, bro, that's not that's not happening. Right. That, that is not the the merit in which I, I look at people <clears throat> and do this is like, I'm not, I'm not deeming them anything worthy to come on. Right. I just, for the most part, I don't see him as the only type of person that people that I've not had on here are people that I think are, are I have an inclination that they are going to try to be someone else. <laughs> that's the, that's like the, just because of the pod or that's just because of who they are. No, if that if that was who they are, no. Then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's, all right. that's what I'm saying. It's like me. I've talked <clears throat> about this before. Like if I was hanging out with people, because you know I'd be taking walks with people when they get here and just chatting it up with them, just like you. You're like we just hang out for a little while mm-hmm. before. If I was doing all that and just being who I am, and then we came and sat down and I pressed record and I was like, hey everybody, so welcome to the like, and I became a whole different person. Do you imagine like how uncomfortable? That person sitting across from me would be yeah. like, they'd be like, "Whoa, what the fuck is like? Whoa, yeah. now he's a whole different person." Am I supposed to do that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, whoa, I didn't bring like my podcast self. Like, I just brought like a regular person. Like, what the fuck am I supposed yeah. to? It would be weird. Yeah. So I just feel like 
that happens. People try to be other people. Right. It's like they try to have like a little persona. Just I don't fucking know. Like just something like some pizzazz about there's them. Just, I'm like, there's something about the camera that just makes you want to appeal or be or seem just more attractive. And that's not just looks. It's personality. Yes. I, I feel you. I feel you. And that's, again, that's another thing that I'm open to, uh -huh. right? Because as we have this conversation, I'm thinking, you know, just like relax. But uh, I mean, I'm but, not, I'm but not, we're I'm, on episode 125. Right, right. When they come on, they're on episode one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, we can't, like, that's, like, for me to even think <laughs> that is kind of crazy. Like, of course, because yeah. I remember how we felt, you know what I mean? Uh, until oh, recently, yeah. have we really. Man. Like episodes one through twenty five, I, I don't need, like. I wasn't even like. I just feel so much differently about this podcast <laughs> than I did then. Especially, especially since uh, episode one through seven is actually in a vault, and no one <laughs> and no one has actually heard those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We threw like we threw like six of those away. It was like, nah, this can't be. This can't yeah. be the thing. Let some of them jump. Had to let, let bro, some go, <laughs> bro. Bro, <laughs> when you think back, remember because at that point uh, I was in the phase artistically of I want it to be raw and natural. I don't want. <laughs> I don't. I don't want any editing at all going on. I just want it to be our voices and our souls into the microphone, <laughs> and then it comes out and they hear it just raw as it is. And like I was on that wave. Hell yeah. <laughs> and so that very first time that we were recording, I was like walking around. Cause again, this was not this setup at all. Uh -huh. So I'm walking around with my phone, talking to you on my phone. I have like my fucking iPhone yeah. earbuds placed in with the cord. Yeah. And I'm just walking around. And I, I took a piss. Yes. More than once. <laughs> More than once. On the recording. Yes. That was crazy. You may as well have just, just, you, no, you. I mean, I did. Yeah, I, you, it's a metaphor. Hold on a second. Wow. <laughs> hold on a second. Speaking of this, because let's get out of this, but we're actually still kind of in it. <laughs> so you're telling me, Keon, <clears throat> that when you go to like your work bathroom or a public bathroom in general that there is no shame when you take a shit in the stall <laughs> yes no. yes i'm bringing this conversation no. back from before no. i i right, right, so i typically lay down like paper towel okay on the toilet okay. just you know this just, oh, okay Th this what you're saying has nothing to do with what I'm talking. Oh, about. you're just talking about just doing it in general. So let me just so let me not even hold on. Uh, let me let me paint, yeah, let go, me paint the ahead, picture for ahead, you. Let me paint ahead, the picture. Go ahead. <clears throat> I have been in many a bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, in which it was just I and another gentleman, and I was at a urinal taking a number one and he was in the stall taking a large number two <laughs> large and when and when i tell first of all I, I don't know maybe you has this hasn't been your experience but has have men just not let loose near you before <laughs> like i've i've had i've had yes. just like <laughs> <laughs> 
And he, oh, 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 God, oh, God. Yo, shut the fuck up, dog. (laughs) You're Yes, that that has happened to me. I've had no, but like I'm making these jokes in in fun and jest, but I've actually heard guys do. No, that. I've heard guys do that too. Okay, so okay, so let me ask you because this needs to be our extreme where we put like a stake in the ground and then okay. we, can, we can work backwards. All right. So you're telling me that that there's no shame in that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to figure out where we draw the line. So there's no shame in that at all. There's a difference. No, no, no. I just, I just okay, need you to ask okay, this okay, question first, okay. and then we. I'm can gonna get... answer that question. There's, a, there's some shame in that. <laughs> okay. Because and <laughs> and what if and because something tells me that if it's happening the way that it's happening, they're probably not the healthiest. So let's <laughs> so let's also assume that it smells like arsenic and obsidian. <laughs> let's let's just assume that. This is sulfuric. Yeah, like yeah, matter of fact, have you have you seen or smelled sulfur like black salt I think they call I it? I feel like I I feel like I know what sulfur smells like. Oh my god. I've never smelled It's like rotten eggs. I've never smelled someone taking a shit. It's like it's like, like metal rotten eggs. <laughs> metal rotten eggs. Yes, yes. Is that Okay. It's like lead lead no i get it no i get it yeah i get it i get it leg lead rotten eggs. um so yeah i mean if you're letting it go like that yeah there's some shame there okay okay so let's just have a space for these type of shitters okay because they exist in mass by we the about, way we're just about to go through the levels of shit i'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying i'm i'm glad that you're saying that okay okay now when you just go down a scale right so yes. That's probably anything down a scale is probably just the person that okay, you're right, because there is one more after that. And that would be okay, so the minimum is like a quiet chitter. Yeah. Okay. Are you that person? Like how, like what do you Um, I guess it just depends on where I'm at. Okay. So yeah, because like I'm not going into the bathroom and just dropping <laughs> just dropping missiles and shit. Like I'm not doing that. All right. Especially in like, because like at my job, there's there's just one stall and one sink in the bathroom. Yeah. Privacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, if I'm at like, I don't know, if I'm at like a fucking football stadium and I got to use the bathroom, one, I'm probably yeah. not taking a shit there because it's a football <laughs> stadium. But like, if I'm in like a restaurant or a mall or something like that, then yeah, I'm you know I don't I don't mind doing that. I can do that there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay. So, all see, I said to you that there was something shameful about it, or I had questioned it in some sort of way where you were just like, why is there shame in that? Yeah. Because I, I was telling you that I'm not the guy to go, like, I don't like using it there. Not even not even if you just do it quietly? But see, that's my whole issue. You can't I take a quiet no, shit? No, there? I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, like, like if that's the way it happens, just naturally, then that, then that's fine. But I don't want to have to try to like squeeze my butt cheeks together and like make it so. Like, I don't want. I don't. Oh my god! Want to have to quietly? Yeah, you want to be able to just be you when that's, you take a that's shit. That's what I'm saying, and I'm I, also okay. not one of those people where because <laughs> I, I hear from other people sometimes when they have to go, they have to go. My. My tract, my my stomach, my intestines, whatever, my anus, it doesn't work like this. 
It, it doesn't work like that. Like, I don't just, I experience having to take a piss like that. Mm-hmm. But you're about to just, like, splatter your fucking ass and pants right now. I, I don't usually have that. So I can, what I'm saying is I can wait until I get home. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not like, oh, if I don't do, I got to find a place right now if I don't get there. So, but that's the feeling, like, that. I was talking <laughs> running down the hallway and like having like your hands on your ass, like trying to keep it in. Like people really do that. Like yeah. people really try to clench and like keep it in. Like I don't. You know what that just reminds me. That's not my sort of diet. Uh, this is uh, that just reminded me of something real crazy. I was riding home from Weems on a on my bike. This is probably like 15 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> riding home from Weems on my bike, and I had to take the craziest of shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's one. I'll, the, tell, I'll tell the, you what. There is one thousand percent a rule out there somewhere that we can find that says, "Do not open up any podcast with potty talk." <laughs> that is one thousand percent a rule out there. It's, it's got to be. So? Yeah, one thousand percent. This was easily the worst way to start this podcast. <laughs> People are like, "Yo, what is going oh, on?" Oh man. Oh man, it's a different. It's a certainly a different sort of start than the, than the last one oh, right. that I recorded. That's for sure. Oh right. Oh man. Um. But yeah, man, I can. I'm cool with that. I can. I can take a shit in, in the in public. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Like I said, I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna wait it out. All right. How's your life been, man? Since look, you have not been here. Look, look, man. Um, I gotta tell you, cause like we we um. We touched a little bit on, you know, the new work environment, but I just wanted to speak about it just on a on a mental level. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Versus just, you know, what ha- what I do at this job is better than what I do at this job. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Although that needed to be highlighted. That needed to be highlighted. Yo, people be people be worried about you, man. I'll be having people talk to me and they, Oh, for real? Yeah, they'd be like, yo, like you probably well, they really find it more funny than anything. Oh, I hope so. Because yeah, it's like, funny to me too. Yeah, it's just like, bro, like this <laughs> man be having jobs. Like Yo. Yeah. Like he be moving jobs. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look, and that okay, listen, 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 listen. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that probably that are probably still, you know. In that way, in the way of thinking that, like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna work here, and I'm gonna work here for for 25 years. <laughs> 25 years. All right, all right, all right. I don't think everybody feels that way, but I think a lot of people see their jobs as stepping stones. I think that, but hold on a second. How well, often do you the, move between jobs? Because I, I don't. So here's the thing. Because I think but, two years is like roughly what people say. Like, okay, that's not. After that, it's not just hopping around. I was doing that before the pandemic. Right. I would the the job I had before the pandemic started. I was going on five years there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? I could still be there. I'm glad I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I could still be there right now. I liked that job. Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a good job. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll and I you. I had to go. I had to go. Because I've put myself in a position where I'm just so much, I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm much happier with where I am, with what I'm doing, with the the benefits that come along with it. Like it's great. You know, I've been, I feel like I've been used to working in places where like I'm around a lot of people that are my age, maybe younger. 
um, where I'm working now, there's a lot of older people there, people that are just like, oh, this is work, and this is this is what we're going to do. We're going to have some fun, too. You know what I'm saying? We're going to chat it up. We're going to dap it up. You know what I'm saying? That's we're going to cool. chat it up. We're going to dap it up. But um, everybody, like, I'm so happy. Just everyone where I'm at, like, you're not pulling teeth to get stuff done in there. And it's not even from the aspect of the fact that I'm not really, I'm only I'm only managing myself here. I'm not managing people. So outside of that, because you can still work in an environment around people, even if you're not managing them, where you just, it's noticeable that they're not pulling their weight. For sure. You know? But everybody in this joint just be working and, and having a good time. Working and having a good time. Bro, I've... How do you how do you feel like you build uh what should I say pride to work somewhere? Like what do you think off, off the top of your head? Like what are the some of the um, like you feel like the basic elements to feel pride in the place that you work? Whoever you're working for, and when I say that, I don't mean the company, I mean whoever I mean I guess if you're an entrepreneur, you, whoever, you gotta have whoever some pride. Whoever hired you, whoever yeah. you spoke to, yeah, them. whoever, yeah, whoever brought me on. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, unless you're an entrepreneur, that that pride just need to be there. Like you gotta have some sort of pride in what you're trying to build. Oh yeah, um, yeah, but, well, th- th- yeah. Because going into business for yourself, by yourself, and you dislike the thing that you're doing, <laughs> that's a that's you, crazy. You hustling backwards. Yeah, that's a wild absolutely. Decision. But what builds pride? Um, I think a good amount of that, honestly, I, I don't know. I feel like has to come like from the people you're working for or working with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like having a great team around you, having really good camaraderie, can really bring a sense of pride out of you. Just okay. How just do you feel like you get that? How do you feel like you get a sense of camaraderie? Like, um. Or I guess honestly, it probably honestly, happens a ton of ways. But. Yeah, it happens a ton of ways, but I think there's a little bit of luck that's got to go in there because you could just be working with some bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, there's sure, like sure, no way. Everybody does their job, but nobody's like fun to be around. Like mm. people are awkward. Like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to do that. You don't want to leave your bag anywhere. You think somebody might go in and steal some yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. niggas might be thieves. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want to work in that sort of environment. <laughs> I don't care how hard you work and how well you do your job. If you if you a bitch ass nigga outside of that, like I don't be I don't want to be working around just a you bunch said, of fuck boys. You like said niggas can be thieves. When was the last time you said that word? What thieves? Or called someone a thief? Like, bro, that's crazy. Being being a, th- being a thief as an adult is wild. <laughs> I just thought about something that I ain't gonna say. But uh, well, okay. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I should open that up to being a thief. Well, no, I mean, as an adult, it is wild, but I mean, I guess there are clearly plenty of people that are very, like, not so well off, and they just, like... They, and they just they do what they gotta do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I get it how you live. Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> I, I respect it, probably only in that aspect. <laughs> if you, if that's what you, you gotta do, <laughs> you I'm mad at you. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. You respect it though, like, okay. Uh, maybe I don't. I mean, maybe I, I, re- mean, that, I respect that, the hustle yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, the, the fight or flight, the live or die. Like, yo, I, I, I'll, I'll t- see you. I'll tell you what. A what? bookmark is going to be hustler. 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 Hustle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got to get back to the word hustler. Okay. So I can talk about that. All right. Uh, yeah, unless you, have, yeah, um, if you have more you want to talk about. But yeah, I mean, just. God, man, it just, and I don't know what I was doing before I had the weekends off. 
Mm. I don't know what I was doing. Mm. Like, I don't, it's probably just a mental thing because I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, well, nigga, like, what if you, what if you had Tuesday and Wednesday off? That wouldn't be like cool enough. First of all, depending upon what you're trying to do, like for me, that shit is ill because I like to go to places where a ton of people being there would slightly fuck it up. Like uh-huh. if I'm going on a trail and it's, it says on, you know, the trails app that it's moderate, uh-huh. then it's not even going to be moderate traffic uh-huh. when I get there because I'm going to be there at noon on a Wednesday. Right. Right. So everyone's at work. So if you're trying to do stuff like that, it's very dope to right. have those days off versus right. the weekend where everybody has off. Now you have a bunch of people. Uh-huh. So it just it just depends on what you're yeah. trying to do. If you're trying to go get mixy, that's when, <laughs> that's when you want to have off. Yeah. I heard I haven't heard anyone, uh, any of us say mixy in a minute. I pick stuff up and, you know, I'll read text messages and sort of pick stuff up. Um, Got to stay current. But I think it just works well for me because my girl's off on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I obviously get that time back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that two days in a row, it just feels different. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga told me to have a good weekend last Friday. Damn. And when he said that, I was <laughs> Like, it just, because I'm actually, like, I don't got to work. Yes. That's different than someone telling you to have a good weekend, and you know, like, you just got to go to your shitty-ass job tomorrow Damn. on a Saturday. Well, yeah. If, you know what I'm again, saying? So this is why I was asking about what it takes to have not only the camaraderie, but just for to feel pride a sense of pride at your job. So that's why I was asking it. So, you, I, so I why think, are you talking about bitch-ass niggas that are thieving? You know, you're talking about good. But so I also think it has a lot to do. So just to get back to, a little bit back to like upper management or whoever it is that brought you into the into the job. One, how do they treat you? Are they fair? Are they just? Are they, you know, do they do they show pride? Do you believe in do fairness you, in, in justness? Um, Justice? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, amongst people, it's. And it's not such a hot commodity these days, being fair. But um, amongst people, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So. And so you, when you say fair, by the way, I guess we should try to figure out what this means. Does that- are we about to get like into the nitty gritty? Like, like what are we saying? Okay. Again, we're gonna get the hustle later on. Okay. But you just say, are we gonna get into the nitty gritty? So just this is gonna be a small introduction. Okay. So. I guess I, I guess I just, I'm asking, what is it that you define as fair, or what, or what are, you, are you about to give me the pros and well, cons? Well, well, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what that word means to you because you're oh. you're using a word, and I need to okay. know so, what that word means to you. So when I think of the word fair, I'm thinking of someone that can be, and when I and I when I when I say that they're fair, you can just assume that I'm also being fair okay. as well. Um, but I'm thinking of someone that is flexible you know what i'm saying maybe schedule wise someone that um listens and doesn't just demand things of you you know what i'm saying um someone that i guess can- so if if the schedule is just not flexible does that mean that they're not fair or does it just mean that um, no, this particular the- job does not have much flexibility no it just means that that job didn't have much flexibility okay. but the thing about it is is I'm sure that that's something that would have been put in the whole interview process. Mm-hmm. 
And if that was something that I was really against, I wouldn't have been working there. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a fair take. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, I don't know. I guess someone that just kind of like, they just treat you right. You know what I'm saying? Treat you like a human being. Okay, you know what I'm that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, because a lot of these jobs just want to, just want to, just, just wrench you out. And, and, just, I, and <laughs> I do, and I do think that the, the part before that of b- being a leader in the sense that you can, you can be at the helm, you can make the decisions, you can troubleshoot, you can take the blame. You right. You can acknowledge truth, and in acknowledging that truth, step listening to others. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that that's a huge leadership quality. Yeah. Like, like being able to listen to others. No, the thing about where my like where I'm working now and who I'm working for is they hired me to make decisions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they were like, you know, yo, you know, we need somebody that can can kind of check the systems and I don't mean like computers, but just basically the the logistics, the operations, hence my title. Mm. You know what I'm saying? look into this stuff and provide feedback. Hence my title, nigga. Nah. Operations manager. Nah, Managing and facilitating <laughs> the entire operation. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, but it's just, it's, it's great. I feel a sense of, there's, it's, there's a lot of freedom and I appreciate that. And I think I really appreciate it like gen genuinely appreciate it because I know I'm not the type of person to fuck that up. You know what I'm saying? You're giving me a lot of freedom. Am I going to take it? How much of it am I going to take? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You gave me an inch. Am I going to take a mile? Well, yeah, don't, you know, Oh, don't be that person. I'm not. That's the thing. That's why I say I genuinely, I genuinely appreciate the freedom because I know that I'm not going to take advantage of it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Very some smart. people, I feel like people that just do take advantage of that type of freedom that's been given to you, they don't genuinely appreciate it. They just yeah. on some fuck shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. you, you, they're taking it for granted. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. exactly. That's exactly what yes. that is. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's no, um, there's no real sense of gratitude. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just another opportunity. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it's just, it's, it, I, <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm not saying it, it will never happen again, but I'm actually enjoying the time off from the corporate environment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All the bureaucracy, all the 10 steps to really do one thing, oh, like yeah, all nah, that bullshit. Nah, you was uh, dealing with some bullshit. <laughs> nah. nah, you was dealing with some bullshit because cause you were dealing with some wild shit. I was. With, with one of the employees, yeah. right? That was just late and shit all the time. Yeah. And then... You were trying to speak to your superiors like, yo, we need to do something about oh, yeah. this person. And your superior responded to you with, yeah, you know, we just waiting a little longer because, you know, like, I referred her. So I'm waiting on that referral bonus. That's, that's what she said. That's what she, yeah, nah. That's yeah, what she said. Yeah, nah, nah. But you're on, but you're on the ground, yeah. right? But you're on the ground and you actually have to deal with this person day to day at your job. But this person is just waiting on a referral bonus. Right. Yeah, so nah. Right. Nah. No. No, I had to get out of there. That's for certain. Yeah, that's I crazy. definitely had to get out of there. No, that's crazy. Um, I don't miss nothing <laughs> about that place. And I can say that very strong. I mean, some of the people. Some of the people. But who? 
Like people that work at other managers from like other facilities. Was it someone you told a story about? Nah. (laughs) Yeah. No, like other other employees. Understood. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, I fuck with some of those people, but I don't miss nothing about working there (laughs) at all. And the thing, and and you know what, dog, what's crazy about it is like on my first day, I had awkward mixed feelings about that place. Really, I really did. Just from my interactions with the customers, my interactions with the staff, you know what I'm saying? Like just kind of like that first impression, you know what I'm saying? It definitely made me a little weary. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't felt that here. The only thing that I've, I've I've kind of felt like the the overwhelming feeling because it's it's all brand new. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a new thing I'm doing. This is my first day. A little bit of a, you know, that kind of feeling, but not like this place gives me the cringe. Like this is damn, am I going to like this? Yikes. You know what I'm saying? I don't get that. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, man, I'm really I'm really enjoying myself. Um I'm I'm learning some stuff. Um, today's my first week being alone and I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. So congratulations. Yeah. Sir. Shake yes, my sir. hand. Shake my fucking hand. Thank you. Shake my fucking hand. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to interject what, this. What Kendrick say? Firm grip. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever had a man shake your hand with like the limp hand? Yeah. That's just why. Oh God. That's just why. It's so gross. Yeah. It don't even, it feel like, <laughs> like I'm dapping up Osmosis Jones or something. Like it's just all like, man, come on. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. I feel like I just ran my hand through some water or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's insane. That's not how you want your dad to be. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Oh man, what the fuck was I talking about? Um. Oh yeah. So the interjection I was going to make when I was trying to figure out exactly what it is you mean when you say the word fair, and I think that this is something that really needs to be done a whole lot more in conversation. So many times. People are in a conversation and they're using a phrase that's very well known or it's a word that is very well known. So you assume that the word that I'm saying, you know the word I'm talking about. Like Mm -hmm. we speak the same language. We've grown up speaking English our entire lives. So when you say fair, I should know exactly what that means. But then I'm like, well, I don't. What does that mean to you? Because, like, I'm not certain that we be knowing what the fuck other people are saying when they're saying things. Right. Because, so, yeah, you go, take one word to to blanket, blanket, blanket statement, a whole bunch of shit, when, it, it, you, when you pull the blanket back. <laughs> it's a lot of things going on. <laughs> Meaning it wasn't what you thought it was. Right. Right, from over top of the blanket. Right, right. Well, so... That's actually a really good way to get into this conversation because I was having this conversation about the phrase, and I do this with everything. Uh-huh. When I tell you that I feel like I don't know things, let me tell you like how I go through life. I was having this conversation about the, the phrase, I miss you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Okay, let me explain to you. I don't know what I don't know what that means. Okay. And so once we ha- start having this conversation, it'll start dawning on you why let me, why let me I'm ask asking. You. Go go for it. Um, beca- no no, you tell me why you don't know what it means. You sure yeah. that should yeah, come, that yeah, should come yeah, first? Yeah yeah. 
so we only because I was just I was about to say something real stupid because I was just about to say like like did you consider looking up the definition? But I know what you're saying isn't quite that. So right. So be, be, because <laughs> when people say it to one another, uh -huh. um, say someone says it to you. I guess it would be polite or respectful maybe to say it back. People say that all the time. I'm like, oh, I miss you. No, I miss you. Like, oh my God. I mean, I, was that a real thing? Did I just, did, was that, did I mean, you hear that? Yeah. Oh, I, I miss can... you too. Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's real. Okay, I just had to hear it again through my ears. Like, wait a minute, do people actually do that? Yeah, that that's a real thing that happens. So, again, let's. we should start this with me saying, you know that I'm kind of like, nitpicky about the things that i say like the things yeah. that come out of my mind i feel like you did the same thing with i love you a yes. while back yes i did um and it's i just don't like and this is even a bigger conversation about karma and maybe we can get into that but i don't like saying things that i don't feel like are true or they are not fully representative of what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't really like it when it's obscure or it's ambiguous. I don't really like saying those things too much. So I, so I try my best not to. So when you say I miss you, yes, I could say that back, but I don't think it would be like an authentic response because I don't exactly know what this means. It could mean that you are missing, right? I miss you. You're missing. In in Spanish, there's faltar, which in English is to lack. So right, so it's not there. It's lacking. And but also you have extrañar. So that is to miss. Extranjero is like a stranger, like a foreigner, right? So you have these different ways of saying stranger. You're missing. You're lacking. So when you say I miss you to someone, are you saying that you acknowledge that they haven't been there in your presence and because of that, you have been thinking about them or that you have been sad or you like, what is it exactly after the acknowledgement that they haven't been there, which is one, a very clear it's pretty clear. Like, I know if you haven't been here, you know if you haven't been here. Right. So the, you haven't been here, is a, like, if I were to say that to you, you, Keon, you haven't been in my house. You'd, you'd be like, why did you say that? But if I was like, hey, man, I miss you. Then you're like, oh, yeah. So again, so I acknowledge that you haven't been here, which is clear. Mm -hmm. Then after the acknowledgement, what is it that I'm saying afterwards? That, like, I've been thinking about you? Because that's, I mean, something else, yeah. right? And then in that sense what I would be saying is something specific about how something happened earlier that day or that week that started a train of thought in which you came up in. And I would tell you about that train of thought and how I thought of you that week. Mm -hmm. But I just wouldn't say, I missed you. I would just tell you exactly what it is I'm trying to say <laughs> by saying I miss you. Okay. Do you, does that make sense? Yeah, I get what Because you I feel like I missed you is like a nice pleasantry, like it's something nice to say. Uh-huh. And I was saying to someone else that I think a lot of a lot of what people say are really just like energy channels. Like you're not really saying words with a real meaning of what those words mean in sequence. It's really just I want 
to put love on you. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want you to know that I'm saying something nice that like, I value your presence. Like I like you. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like you're like, you're more so just shooting good energy at someone than actually stating exactly what it is you mean. Right. And so that, yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of my thing. And it it does go into the, I love you Mm -hmm. of like, that's a, it's a cute thing to say. Mm -hmm. Everyone says it. Yeah. But then I think if you were to go through exactly what it is about someone that like drives you to them, that gives you the connection that you have and everything that you have enjoyed about your experience being or sharing life with that other person, like how is that not a much cooler and substantial way of saying I love you? Right. You know, because you're actually saying things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so that's so that's my thing. So I'm just when I hear people use certain words depending upon how they use it, I just try to stop and make sure that we're talking about the same thing because if we're not talking about the same thing like if our definitions don't match up, we're having two different discussions. Next time somebody tells you they love you, just ask <laughs> see, them why. See. <laughs> make them make them tell you for real. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Why? Why? <laughs> That's crazy, though. That's crazy. Saying that to someone like after they just said, you, I love you. I mean, listen, if, if I did that to someone, it, clearly they know me enough to say I love you to me. So that wouldn't make them... Like that wouldn't surprise them. Uh-huh. They'd be like, oh, shit. Like that's some Earl shit. To yeah. Say. So yeah. yeah, I can get away with that. <laughs> I, I can definitely get away with that's that. too hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so can we talk about hustlers? Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. I had a conversation today. Shout out Nick. Um, Nick. And <laughs> you do that every time. <laughs> every time. That's my thing. <laughs> and so Bob, okay, before I get on the hustlers, just another quick interjection, just because you did that. Uh, somebody listened to the podcast was just like, first and foremost, you got to find this funny. He was like, man, like Keon's like my favorite guest. <laughs> so that was the first thing he said. He was like, man, like Keon's like my favorite guest that comes on. And then after that said, and I just, I really find that between the two of you, it just works perfectly. <laughs> that he loves that you're one-liner man. <laughs> he loves that I will go through a fucking tirade about whatever. And then at the very end, you just have like a word or a <laughs> sentence that tries to just wrap up whatever it is you're thinking about it. And then it goes on. Like he finds that hilarious. He finds that amusing? Yes, very much so. So I, I just thought that I put that out there. Was, yeah, real quick. Um, hustlers. So I told you a long time ago. No, it wasn't a long time ago. This was just episode 114, Comics in the Bing with Anthony Stokes. Mm-hmm. I told you. And real what? quick, um, if any of you guys follow <clears throat> follow well, our. Some, uh, well, get a swig of water. <laughs> if any of you guys. Anybody need a hole. If, if any, anybody need a hole. <laughs> if any of you guys follow our Twitter account. We do spaces with Anthony Stokes. What is it? Every talk, other Tuesday? Talk, talk spaces. Talk spaces. Talk spaces, old man. On Twitter, <laughs> 6 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Catch us. 
we talking. <laughs> is it isn't it every other Tuesday? Or is it, okay, all right. Yeah, so, so so it won't be this Tuesday coming up. Right, because it was yeah, last. So, yeah, it was the, yeah. Actually, I don't. No, know. it's I, not today. It's not today. Oh, it's not today. Yes, but it is next. Tuesday. But it will be next Tuesday. Well, by the time you listen to this, it'll be it'll be tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. What? It, it, yeah. Everybody listens to this. J- on just check on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible promo. <laughs> terrible promo. Um, I was telling you that I was going. I was telling both of you guys that I was going to talk about a book. I never got around to it. It doesn't really matter if you read it. Well, I mean, you haven't read it, <laughs> but it's day. <laughs> the book is How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. I feel like you mentioned this. Book I, I did. Okay. Well, I mentioned it on that podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I forgot why, but I was having this conversation uh, with the guy that I formerly named on here. I won't say his name again. Um, because <laughs> uh, maybe he doesn't even want to be a part of the story, but I've already known uh, his name in once, so I'm not going to do it again. But we're having a conversation about hustlers, and forgot exactly how we got into the discussion. But I was talking about race hustlers, and what <laughs> race. Hustlers. What, what? What is? What exactly is that? I'm glad you asked, Keon. Because I don't think anybody knows what that is. It's like any other kind of hustler, just with the word race in front of it. So, remember wow. when you so, came on here okay. and you talked about that fucking BET infomercial where the dude came on, his yeah. white man, and he was, oh, come buy this $100 bottle of holy water right. and God will bless you, right? right and then you right. had a bunch of these testimonials, but they're just like, oh my God, I tasted some of the holy water and I made a million dollars. Right. Right. So, <laughs> and it was all black, too. But anywho, yes. so. That is a religious hustler. Okay. He hustles religion. Like he's just he's just selling it. So, he's just doling it out. He don't believe in this shit. He's just preying on people that believe in something and he's getting over on them so that he can produce things. So are you so who is hustling the black community or the white community? If, if 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 am I using the word race right here? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. So like, who's hustling? Well, the different communities. Well, I was thinking about this. So it was extremely hard book. I shouldn't even say to get through as if I got through all of it because I could. I read to like chapter five or six. I think there. I forgot how many there were. It was like twelve, thirteen, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I stopped about midway through. Because I realized what I had been reading. And I was like, I can't, I just feel like I can't give this any more time. Mm. I can't give this any more time. This is crazy. I needed to read just enough to figure out what his stance on things were. Like what the foundation of it is. Because then everything after that is a bunch of ornamental design bullshit, right? But I needed to understand the infrastructure. So I felt like I could get that in the first like five chapters. And the things that this guy stands for... And I actually know that this may not you know, go over well with a lot of people, maybe that possibly may be listening, but that one, <clears throat> every idea is either a 
a racist idea or an anti-racist idea. Or I'm sorry, that there are only... Well, yeah, I pretty much said the same thing. That there are only anti-racist yeah. ideas in racist ideas. Okay. Like, there is no middle ground. All right. Like, either you're thinking... In a, you have an anti-racist idea, right? Meaning that you are... That idea would be propping up or encouraging further racial equity. Is it possible for it to be inadvertent? For you to do that inadvertently for you to for be, you to have an anti-racist idea but that's not what you were going for it's of but course but behind okay all right, all right. Well, well well no i don't i don't think so so what, what were you going for then well i don't know i don't have a specific thing in mind but it's just like um i don't know i'm just i'm thinking about the ideas like maybe the person doesn't quite know that it contributes in an anti-racist way but, you know, maybe it's just something that they've come accustomed to, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But they don't really know exactly how it hurts another community on the back end. And so and so that's that's a thing. Right. Because he also says that every policy is either racist or anti-racist. Right. Like there is no institution. Uh, I, could, I, could, I could believe a little bit of that. There's, there's no institution ever on the planet Earth that is not making its decisions on dealing with racial equity and it's and so it's racist is what is what you're saying like if 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 every single institution in every single company every single anything in the in the world it well i'm not i can't sit here and say a hundred percent but i'm certain that a lot of the policies a lot of the things like that that are you know that have been put in place are to affect certain groups mostly minorities you think most institutions on the planet like just no i'm not even gonna say most i'm just saying it's out there oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it's out there of course yes okay okay well if we need to do this because maybe we do need to do this <laughs> yes that does exist there are always going to be people that don't want some other people to do well right yes that in and for certain reasons that maybe we won't even truly understand but yes that is a thing right but also there is, I think that trying to gauge everything through a racist and anti-racist lens is diminishing of yeah. what the world has to offer. That's, no, that's, that, that's, I that's agree. One, that's one thing that I have to say here. I agree. I agree. Because, like, nothing is that black and white. No pun intended. Right. And, 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 <laughs> and, and furthermore is the idea that, and I'll top it off with one after this, but that if hmm how should i say this okay let's 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 stop it off with this one he feels like the only way to have proper recourse for past prejudice is future prejudice or current prejudice i feel like that's a little dangerous i know a lot of people feel like that's what needs to be done like there has to be a current prejudice on a certain group of people so that another group of people can rise and get closer in the race okay right i don't know exactly what like how is it kinda... what percentage all of the different aspects of life have to get to 
before people stop the prejudice on certain groups and stop holding certain people back. I don't know how that looks like in the race of human beings. Uh-huh. And I don't think a lot of other people know either. But that that's something to take into consideration, right? Yeah. It's like but, a, so that's that's kind of wild. And I just don't think that the whole tit for tat thing usually like I I think we've seen this story play out many times yeah. where people just try to do the next thing to the person that did something to them. Uh-huh. I do think I don't think I have the fucking answers for how to fix things or straighten things up. That's definitely not the case. But I feel like these are just a little bit more like nefarious takes on things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to say. Lastly, this this is this is one that you know I I like to think about. So he says that there are no it's a racist idea to believe that there are any problems within any culture. Right? Like that the cultures themselves they are they are perfect it's in like their own It's like who are regard. you to judge? Yes. Every culture is perfect on their own accord, and they're just perfectly different. They're all different, but they're all just fine the way they are. It's not the problems in the culture. It's problems within policies, right? But So let's let's walk down this a little bit. Okay. I talked to a friend today about that Malcolm Gladwell book. One of the two. I forgot which one it was. But it may have been Outliers. But he was talking about – no, it was definitely talking with strangers – he was talking about what is now called like Korean. It's either Korean Airlines or it's Korean Air. I think it once was Korean Airlines, I, and they switched to Korean yeah, Air. Yeah, Korean Air. Because back in the day, I forget exactly when. It could have been anywhere seventies through the nineties. I forget, but they were crashing a lot of planes. Oof. They were killing hundreds of people. Like a lot of people were dying. Sheesh. So right, so they needed to rebrand clearly right. after they got some some work done. The reason why, though, was big lawsuits was in. Oh, 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 that's crazy. So in Spanish, I don't know if you you took like a little bit. Right. So like you understood that there was no, 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 because this was because this is all you need to know, because this is very basic. You remember that there was like a tu and usted form of talking, a formal and informal, like a way you talk. Yeah, I remember that versus. Okay, that's all you need to know. All right. That is, to some degree, when we, you know, we say we just get very polite, like our ways of deference in English. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, whatever. Maybe their title is certainly like you just you act accordingly, but you don't have those two separate ways of saying something. If I say to you, you are something, then I just say you are no matter if you're the pope, the queen or Keon Harris in in Spanish. It's not that. It's either tú eres or usted es. Mm-hmm. So it, it it changes. In certain languages, like Korean, I believe, there are six of those. Wow. Right? Six different like rungs to the ladder of deference wow. for between authority and just regular civility or whoever the fuck is beneath that authority. Wow. Right? Six different ways of speaking. There's there's weird shit in like Asian cultures where if someone that is, you know, above you comes and sits at your table and you, you're going to be eating with them at a table of other people. You have to do things like turn away when you put your glass to your face and like drink. Like you have to turn away from them 
And there's just certain things you can't do, like when they're at the the table. All right. Yeah. So it, it's it's like that. Um. And these people, it's I believe it's called like power dynamic index or something like that. You can just look it up. All the countries of the world. If it's not called that. It should be right. All the countries of the world in just how how separate or distanced the power dynamic is between anyone and their authority, right? In the way that you treat them, the things that you do and do not say. Long story short, these, imagine being an assistant pilot, right? Like you second chair. I think that that's choir, but I don't fucking know. So let's just call it <laughs> second chair because I don't know shit about aeronautics, right? So you're Second chair. Nigga could have just said airplanes. This nigga's aeronautics. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. Co-pilot. Co-pilot. So you're co-pilot. I said assistant pilot. Yeah, so you're co-pilot. But imagine being the co-pilot and you see that there's some shit going wrong with the engine or you're going into some fucking black clouds that don't look very nice, right? They're inauspicious, I should say. Who knows what you're going into, but you recognize it. But the pilot doesn't. But the pilot's your superior. And you come from a place where you don't tell your superior to do shit. What you do is you try to tiptoe around and like give subtle, like the subtlest of hints. It would be something akin to like me being really, really hungry and wanting to like go out and get some food with you. Being like, damn, man, like, damn, like what time you usually be eating around seven? Like what time do you what time you usually eat? Like, it would be like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, if I'm hungry, I should just tell you, hey, Keon, you trying to get something to eat? Like, I'm hungry. Right. Right? As as opposed to trying to hint at you that maybe now is the right time for us to possibly get. So, that's how co-pilots were talking to pilots. All right. And they have transcripts in these books, and the transcripts were insane. The, because when the co-pilot's talking to the air traffic controller, they are acting like it's not a big deal. Like they're they're just the way that they're talking is just very kind of submissive. It's very tamed. It's almost like the plane isn't hurling towards its death. Right. Right. Because it is at the time that they have these transcripts written. The point I'm saying is that they had to bring an American. Now we're going to hear colonizer, colonizer. They brought an American. Because Americans, we we very low on that list or high on it, depending upon how it works. We don't be giving a shit about authority, mm-hmm. right? Unless you're in the military, for the most part, people be looking up at authority like, yo, fuck you if, <laughs> if you got an issue with me for just being me. Like, fuck you, right? Like, people stand up to authority here. Right. They'll tell people, yo, what's going on? Hey, man, no, I'm taking over. Like, they'll do that, which is what a co-pilot, by the way, is supposed to do mm-hmm. if they feel like the pilot is being negligent to what it is that they're talking about. What you got? Co-pilot ain't no bitch. Like that's a real, like that's the next person flying the plane. No, I feel that. I'm just trying to imagine it. Like they in the cockpit fighting, trying to figure it out. Like, no, no, Jim, no, no. Ah. And then yo fighting over control of the plane is crazy. I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm picturing. If it's because if, if you really feel like your life's in danger, you're going to, you might punch that nigga in the face and just sit in his chair. Like, well, well, anyway, none of that happened. And planes just kept going down and crashing and people were dying. And so they had American come and say, listen, we need to have English be 
the language of the skies. All the air traffic controllers are speaking it everywhere they are, like the people up there, y'all gotta speak it because you need to learn through the language how to just say things directly. Because if you keep going through your language, you're gonna be going through all these different levels, these grades of, of deference, thinking about what you can and cannot say. I see. But I if see. you learn a different language, that it's not even there. You don't even have those different chambers, those different filters that you have to work through. You just gonna say, Hey man, we should do this. Like stop. Stop playing. Like, hey, man, come on. We got to. You're, you're not going to do all that hinting around shit. Right. So and, and, and this, this is and I bring this up to say that this is an acknowledgement of the culture to change something about the way that they are doing things. They realize they flaw in what it is they do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It just means that their form of, of communication in the airs was killing people right right that's an issue and it was acknowledged and then it was fixed so you so to say that there are no issues within cultures is i feel like that's just a foolhardy thing like you can you can still acknowledge that there are issues like every it, it's just I'm, we're just talking about bad ideas at the end of the day i'm just thinking about the co-pilot that just couldn't get to the point and and just took the ultimate L for it. Yeah. That's crazy. Bro, yeah, I gotta I gotta find that book and just show you like some of the transcripts between the co-pilot. And it was like it's ridiculous. Like it it looks like they're just out at lunch having a conversation. Like there seems to be no urgency at all. It's really, really weird. What do you think about those clouds over there? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, I was looking at him, so I just didn't know if, if you saw him. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's it's kinda like that. It's kinda insane. It's really eerie. Wow. Yeah, planes were just going down. And so that's an issue. So when I say race hustler, the reason I bring this up is because if you think that, if you grant that there are hustlers, which we have to grant that that idea. We know that people hustle. We know oh. that people take oh. ideas and beliefs and they find a way to capitalize off them and they don't actually believe in that shit. Uh -huh. You do you agree that that exists in this world yeah, that people yeah. that people take from people that believe in things oh, yeah. whether they are just ideas or whether they're religions whatever they're i mean they're all ideas for sure to some degree so you believe that there are people that take advantage of those people yeah okay so all i'm saying is that maybe i'm completely wrong in this guy and he believes this stuff and this is what he's learned or this is what his experience has taught him whatever and because these are just ideas. He's just anti-racist and all these. These are just ideas he's coming up with. Right. Right. Like there's no science behind the things that he's saying. Uh -huh. So I don't know if he has believed this. He's told this to himself a bunch of times. So he believes it or he's gotten enough critical claim where now he believes it. Or if he knows that he's hustling, that he is taking people's feelings and people's various and very nuanced plights about the status status of certain people in their socioeconomic status, the, everything, uh -huh. right? He's you can definitely take that and 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 shit all over it and mm -hmm. ma and make money and and go to the bank and he's winning awards for the book, like he's like people know him. Mm -hmm. He went to Stonewall, for real? Yes. Wow. And so he like he's from around the way, but wow. it, so I was just reading and I just. You know, thinking of hustlers and having this having this conversation about like it's they they are out there. They are out there. And it's just very weird reading some of the stuff and thinking, man, I wonder 
because of how sort of densely conflated so much information is like it's so many opinions and some pseudo history weaved in there mm -hmm. and there's some some nice looking words so you can definitely confuse someone and make you think that like this person's t really talking that talk but our Go for it. So for air traffic controllers, is that the standard now? They all speak English? I believe so. Like the, you can't speak another language? No, you most certainly can. Okay. But, but that is not the way that you communicate with the people in the air. Well, no, I'm not saying that you can't be bilingual. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying you you can't. Like you can't. If you know, you know, that's, you know the co-pilot that's up there, that's your boy. You can't just holler at him in Spanish real quick. Well, no, you, you, may, be, you may be able to. I, I don't know that... I don't know that, but I just do know that English was made that the air, the language of the air. Okay. Because it just it just seemed to work the best. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, but that shit is, <laughs> that shit is insane. It is Hell definitely yeah. a problem there. And there's definitely a problem with race hustlers. Because <laughs> that's just weird. Just being a hustler, but like, you know, just preying on people in their pain and whatever understanding of things they have and then just exploiting them. yeah just exploiting them because some of the stuff is like it's just outrageous some sick people out here man some of the stuff is absolutely outrageous some sick people that just do anything for a buck it's not even always about money sometimes they're narcissists sometimes you know some people they just just want to see harm and anguish well, hold on a second, because I don't think, wait, wait, because I don't think that's what's happening here. I think okay. that people get in this business. I've talked about this before. There's just been certain. No, I took it up a notch, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Because when people get into certain positions, I talked to uh, Jessica about this. They, their character, one, they become a caricature of themselves, mm -hmm. right? Like one of those fucking crazy cartoonish cartoons you used to have drawn when you went to the fair, like super long ass head, big ass teeth, big old eyes gleaming, little ass body. Like that's who you sort of become a lot of the times when people get picked up in the media sphere and shit starts going well for them. They're getting a name, they're getting money, notoriety. It seems like either they started this way or they realized that they had to pick a side and be there or maybe the time in the media sphere wrought them this jaded but very narrow-minded version of themselves. Mm -hmm. But so many people end up becoming characters. Like they get set in a certain type of view, and they don't they don't break outside of that. Yeah. Like they just sit right there, and you can probably guess if you know like three of their stances on things, you can probably guess the three next stances. <laughs> You're like, oh, you believe in this, this, and this? Okay. Like, I, something tells me you also believe in this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Th that is a wild way of living. Like, think about all the different things that you could have completely just nuanced and unique perspectives on. Mm -hmm. seeing as how you're the only you here. Right. Right? Like, that should kind of be a thing. Like, it shouldn't be as rare to just have your own complete thoughts about things. Right. But there are people out there, man, that just they just get stuck in this fucking wormhole. And, and it happens on 
on all sorts of sides. We, Jessica and I were also talking about Jordan B. Peterson, the guy I went to see. I've talked to you about him a few times. I went to see him at the Daughters of the American Revolution Center. Right. Yeah, he's just been he's just been on some weird some weird shit recently. It mm. seemed like he's, he's something going on with his mental shit. Yeah, but sometimes people just get stuck and just ossify, just crystallize fighting like this one fight and they just become like this one stagnant thing yeah. and they're just sitting there doing that thing over and over and over. It gets like kind of weird. It's like, ah, you got to yeah. break out that, of that. I mean, you just get to a point where that that's all you know. That's all you know how to be. That's not what you, it's not what you were at all, but it's all you know how to be now. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that shit gets weird. I just never want to be that person, mm -hmm. right? I never want to just completely crystallize mm -hmm. and, and just like ossify into just like you know that's why this whole weed thing came up yeah right because so this is this is where my mind because you was asking me what, what like what's going on with my mind like right. what am i what am i thinking about recently? right well i i would say that i have a very analytical mind right like we could probably agree on some mm -hmm. of that but then there's this whole other part of me, too, that is an extremely imaginative mind. And this hits me from so many different angles because I'm constantly sort of like thinking about imagination, like what exactly that is, what it, what it looks like, what it helps you do, how to garner more of it, but also have that paired with sound thought because that that's when you get the shit really rolling. Right. Right. So that's one where my mind is right now mm -hmm. to answer your question. Okay. Um, when it comes to imagination, first and foremost, just when it comes to speaking, I'm, as I'm speaking, images come to the forefront of my mind. That's how it looks for you on your side. Yeah. Like roughly you have like some images, some imagery working as you're yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm looking at the images as they arise and as I... Now, I think that this also has to do with the sort of depth perception of recall. So as I recollect these moments, I see them pretty crisply. Like in, in, and I've also extracted feelings from those images, right? So as I'm speaking, I'm speaking like I'm seeing the things again. That's why I feel like I'm okay. expressive, right? When I talk, I just feel like I'm I'm really seeing the things again as best as I can recollect. And it's making me feel whatever I felt when I saw that thing, when I came up with that idea, whatever the case is. Right. So that's one thing with just imagination, right? That it, that it helps with. Um, but when I started meditating, there was a certain meditation I would do that's almost just very necessary to start, which is, Focus on your breath, focus on anything, ta any tactile sensation, whatever, and just try to see your mind and see your thoughts come through and just let them pass. Just let it play on through. Don't try to interact with any of them because you end up like getting lost in a thought. And so that's like a lot of people's meditation. Right. Then you get to a point where you're so mindful that 
you can start engaging with the thoughts. So as the thoughts go by, you can like pick one and grab it and bring it over to you and then start looking at it from a bunch of different vantage points. Right. Say like, oh, okay, this is what, the, okay, yeah. And you start like, you know, me is like I say, a conversational engineer. This is just like, oh. it, this is like a philosopher's engineer version, right? Where you're just like, just picking, well, I guess just a philosopher where you're just picking apart these ideas and just looking at them for what they are and how they work together and all that sort of shit. But I did that for so long and I felt like so many things became about thinking, consciously thinking and trying to deconstruct thoughts mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And Mikey came on the pod and he was talking about how he enjoys driving with nothing else going on, no music, no podcast, and just think through thoughts. Oh, I do that all the time. Right. So... Like every I, morning, I don't listen to music in the morning. Like this is too much. Yeah, it's I would like, say so. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know how niggas is bumping Young Dolph at seven a.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the mornings, like I'm just riding and just thinking and drinking my coffee if I make coffee that day. So I, I would, I would treat, and I still do treat some of my drives like that as well. And that's to sort of sharpen the mind, the thinking, conscious, logical mm -hmm. part of it. But then there are other times where I kind of go back to my old meditational ways in which I'm doing nothing but just because now I'm, I'm, well, I can observe these types of things, right, without getting lost in them. So now I'm just letting a bunch of ideas just float around in my mind and I'm not touching any of them. All right. I'm not interacting with any of them. I'm not trying to look at anything. I'm just letting a bunch of different like scenarios and little images and stuff like that play out and just and just see what happens mm -hmm. without trying to engage or take hold of anything. I don't even want to control anything. And it's those types of practices, right, to observe those things playing around that keep things new and fresh in your mind. Okay. And so you don't get bogged down by being this this thinking machine, right? So these people that I'm talking about, I feel like they stop with the creativity. Like something happens and they, they lose imagination, mm -hmm. right? It's sort of like the, just the age-old tale of of like like peter pan yeah like just not wanting to get older because you're going to lose your fucking sense of imagination all that creativity like is going to go to shit you're just right. going to be a boring ass adult yeah and i feel like that happens to people when they don't do things to inspire their creative imaginative right. mind so that's something i've been trying to to call to the forefront more. Okay. Right? Is because that's something that I absolutely love and I feel like I've I've neglected it a bit. So it's something that I want to feed into a bit more. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's so that's a to answer to answer your question. Awesome. Yeah, that's where a lot of that comes from. Nice. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Very, very <laughs> cool like experiments with myself. But ultimately as I always say, I just want to remain teachable. Like I mm -hmm. don't, I, I want, I just know that there's so much more to know mm -hmm. and to experience 
and to let settle and absorb and change me. I just, I'm just open. I'm just open to new things and new ideas and new people and new perspectives. Like, you should be. Like anything. Everyone should be. Yeah, like like my perspectives on things change all of the time. All and, the time. And the thing about it is, is you have choices. Like you don't just, you know, you don't got to take everything that comes your way. You know what I'm saying? But jump out there every once in a while. Do something different. Yeah. I think I was telling someone the other day is why I think I like to, uh, what were the three things? It was like eat wasabi have ginger in my like juices oh by the way i bought a juicer i'm in juicing now uh but like having some ginger in my juices because it gives you that kick you ever have like ginger in your drink before um i'm not i'm not sure oh yeah it gives you like real like kind of like a kick right. yeah make something. me something to go there i'm not gonna do that uh but i'll make <laughs> you something another time um and going to the sauna it's like certain things like taking ginger shots going to the sauna uh -huh. the sauna uh, the sauna, <laughs> going, going to the sauna, eating wasabi with your sushi. It's like certain things that I go out of my way to do mm -hmm. that sort of shakes you up a little bit. Yeah. But that wasabi. But it feels great. You in it for the thrill? No, it's not about the thrill. It's about it awakening something in you. Uh -huh. I, I like I like doing strenuous things. I like doing things that, like the other day I sat in here. Testing the limits. Yeah, sort of testing the limits. Like the other day I sat in here and I just like stretched for like an hour and a half. It's just straight stretching the whole time. Damn. It's fucking great. Nigga, loose. Now, it's <laughs> super loose, but a lot of people don't want to do that because stretching hurts. Mm -hmm. But like once you, the, the, I don't even feel that anymore. Like once I get in in like, I feel whatever pain is there. Like, it's just, I'm automatically also feeling the release. Okay. Like, I already feel the relief of my muscles stretching and getting more limber. Mm -hmm. And limber. 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 Right. right. So, yeah, I, I don't, like, I'm, I'm with doing difficult things, staying in the sauna 20 minutes longer than they tell you to stay in there. I like it. Just drink more water. Right. Right. I have the 64 ounce there. Yeah. Like, you get a little time to play with in there. Yeah, exercises. I love high intensity. Like I said, the cycling class. Like, I just love just fucking, just, yeah, just tussling the brain a little bit. Tussling the brain, have it like forcing it to look at mm -hmm. something a different way. Mm -hmm. Like, making sure that you do that. I just, I just don't want them. I'm trying to keep the cobwebs away. Right. I'm trying to keep, and I know this is atrophy. Yes, exactly. I'm trying to keep shit working. And I'm trying to trying to be more imaginative. I, I took you guys' advice. I went to Walmart. I'm sorry, I went to Target. Oh. And I looked at bikes. Oh, you looked at them. Yeah, I didn't, didn't scoop one. No, okay. I didn't scoop well, one. Right, well, what did you, to, you learn? No, there's some good stuff in there for way like prices that I'm willing to pay. Okay. So um, I, already look, I already know which one like I want. Like in the 100 to 200 range? Uh, the one I want is like three fifty. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You were real. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. I mean, I could. I could end up finding something for like two. Are you getting a Schwinn? I think it is a Schwinn actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a street bike. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's a larger bike. You know, it's not. You know, I'm. It's not a little BMX. Are you gonna be <laughs> the guy that rides in the road? I mean, I assume I, that that. First of all, that is actually the law, right? Like, if you're on one of those bikes, like, you actually have to ride it. Like, you riding on the sidewalk, like, that's not for you, right?
Um, or am I just completely? I don't know, but I plan eyes. on mainly hitting trails where, like, trails and areas where areas that are bike friendly. Okay. I'm not just going to be like biking through the city, like in rush hour traffic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Well, I knew that you got, I mean, you kind of got on DoorDash. Yeah. You felt, you felt good on DoorDash. Yeah. So I didn't know if you was going, cause you know. got this sort of bike and I'm looking at you and I'm thinking DoorDash. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. All he needs left is like that big backpack where he can set soups and shit inside of it. We'll and, see. And then you're on the, you're on the streets. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. And as I said, as a DoorDasher, you save gas hell yeah no miles on the car yeah no that's probably probably again shorter deliveries because you're going to be registered as a person on a bicycle right. so you're not going to be right. getting shit for 12 miles away i mean i can i'm considering it i'm considering it yes yeah but now nah, i did um i started doing some like some part-time dashing like i don't know maybe two months ago part-time dashing is yeah well i'm not full-time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some niggas out here like 50 hours a week yeah there was like, a dude that was getting out of his car it. it was i don't know if it was doordash or uber eats but like he got out of his car and he had a phone in one hand and that's what was kind of weird like he had a phone in one hand and then he had the bag of food in between his teeth like holding it in his mouth <laughs> Wow. And he was just walking with his phone. But there was nothing in his hand in his other hand. Wow. So I was wondering if maybe he shut the door or whatever and he felt like he needed his hand to do that and not like a hip or an elbow or a shoulder. And he just forgot because then he was on his phone. He forgot right. to like take the bag out of his mouth <laughs> and put it in his hand. That's possible. But him and I were walking to the same building. Okay. And as soon as he saw me, he took that shit right out of his mouth. Because he doesn't know if he's taking that to me. He doesn't know if he's taking that to my unit. Oh, man. So he took that shit right out of his mouth or whatever and like started walking up. And I know he was sweating because he walked up the steps before me. So he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know what it was going to be. But he got off like at the second floor and continued on. And I kept going up. I know he was like, oh, Ooh. my gosh. Like, oh, that wasn't going to go well. Because <laughs> if this dude gave me a review saying he carries the Hell bag yeah. in his mouth. Hell yeah. yeah it's not going to go over very well, buddy. <laughs> It's not gonna go over very well. It's kind of crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but nah, no, it's 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 all it's become a little bit of an addiction. Like I don't know, there's something about it that I really enjoy. Like just, and it's like I'm not even like one of them people that just really likes to drive. Yes, but it, I don't know. I guess the money is just quick. DoorDash you know being this much of a thrill for you is fucking hilarious. It's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'll take that. I mean, I've never tried it, so maybe, maybe it would be. It would definitely be if I was on a scooter or a bicycle. Yeah. That would change everything. Yeah. Yeah, either zipping through on one of those scooters that the uh, cities just give you uh, or or like my own bicycle. Yeah, for sure. Nah, I, I would, when I get this bike, I'd be willing to give it a try mm -hmm. just to see, see what I'm on. Yeah. And maybe do a little training, a little training on the bike. You know what I'm saying? Just... To get my bearings straight. Oh yeah. Um, but I would give it a try. Mm. I would give it a try. Training, like, like I don't know, just riding the bike, just getting a little more in shape. I guess I would say. Oh okay, yeah. okay, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you don't really realize how much exercise it is till you be on that right for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it does get kind of crazy. Exactly. But I'm definitely getting this bike to start hitting some of these trails. Okay, very nice. Yeah, very nice. I, 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 I I'm glad for you. <laughs> I'm glad for you that you decided to do. Something and I and I said that this was this was probably perfect huh. because it's great to be able to pick something that you are actually going to do right because it's fun yeah like so that's that's perfect awesome I'm with it I'm happy for you I'm with it uh all right you wanna you wanna give your last words Do you have anything else um, to say to the people man you guys just continue 
being the best people in the world. The best people in the world listen to this podcast. That's all I'm saying. The best people in the world. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is it is pretty cool. I do I do want to give more thanks to the people on that listen to the podcast on the podcast. I think it's very, very cool. Whether you're just someone that, that listens or you've come up here and been a guest or you may be a future guest, it's just very, very cool having people engage with it the way that they do. You know, somebody asked me, this isn't cringe even bringing this up, but somebody Same. asked me, do you, do you think about the impact that you have on people? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I do not think about the impact that like, no, I don't. Uh, the, well, I, then I, then I had to change it. The only time that thought even ever crosses my mind is when someone brings it to my attention, mm -hmm. right? Like on the last one page was talking about how she has, she has hope for people. She's, she's optimistic and she feels like she has hope for people that listen to this podcast mm -hmm. because of the types of conversations that happen over these microphones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when someone says something like that, I'm registering what she's saying. But at no point in time am I ever thinking about the impact that I'm having on human right. minds. Like, absolutely. That, it's n never happens. Like, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, it, it never happens. Um, so, I, I, do, I do truly do appreciate people listening. And for whatever reason it is, maybe it's the maybe it's the funny shit talk at the beginning, mm. right? Like literal little funny shit talk at the beginning, yeah. or <laughs> or it's you know us me talking about my what's the newest thing in my mind, the newest discovery, or just whatever it is we're talking about, whatever it is you come here for, like we appreciate it. Hell yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean I'm here for all of it. So hell yeah. All right, that's it. That's episode one twenty five, baby. Let's go. Peace, everybody. Peace. Thank you for another.